Welcome to Spotlight Conversations with voice talent and DJ Donna Reed. Donna talks music and media from her sunny linoleum-free studio. Come on in. I'm really looking forward to today's show. He is the creator of the podcast, Crispy Coated Robots. I know, it's different, but you're going to hear a lot about it. He's a born creative, a producer, former radio host at 97.9 The Box in Houston on the Mad Hatter Morning Show. Jim Beasy, welcome. Oh, and wait, before I forget, we have the unique experience of working together on an internet radio station. Of course, we don't see each other because I'm at night and you're on in the morning. It's the Jimbo Show. You can listen to uh, 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Houston Radio Platinum or the app, which is brand new, as you know, Donna. Uh, You can, uh, for Apple and Android, Houston Radio Platinum. It's uh, really a great run uh, station by my brother uh, Joey, which, you know, when you hear internet radio, you think about guys fumbling or whatever, right. uh, you know, trying to get like their show together. But this is sounds, I would say, better than probably 99% of the radio stations in the city. <laughs> it sounds great. And I'm excited about being a part of it. And you have two brothers and your other brother you work with um, on crispy coated robots. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Am I right though in saying that? I know there's... Well, no, no. It's, it's another guy named George. We do have a George uh, Kavacic, who's another brother of ours, but he, uh, him and I play in a band together. So we play acoustically around the city of Houston and we released a couple albums on Spotify, which I can, I can touch on. It's a band called the Surrealators, you know, if you don't... It's, uh, like surreal and realtor together so wow. that's what that is but so yeah. we've yeah. got radio to talk about this cool podcast about robots and then we also have your music okay let's go into radio first because it's kind of okay. how i've heard about you now we've had internet radio for a while what what's your feeling about internet radio it's nothing like when you were working at the box though or is it what, what do you what do you think uh, well especially when we when i first started you know i started right out of college and it was like uh it was the 90s, and there was no, uh, it was right before the internet kind of really took off. So there wasn't even thoughts of even having, you know, radio that way. We were consuming, you know, our music by, you know, Tuesdays, releasing CDs at the time. And mm-hmm. it was very, very different. But uh, I, uh, you know, that was, that was what I consider kind of the radio golden age. Now, when the, uh, when the computers came around, you know, um, people started doing radio stations and everything. And it was like, like I said earlier, it's a bunch of people kind of fumbling and trying to, you know, who really didn't know how to do a show doing shows. But now with apps and people want stuff on demand, I think internet radio and podcasts, like, you know, those are the things that our people are gravitating to because it's on demand. And, you know, as the society now is instant gratification <laughs> so yeah, isn't it's it? like what do i want to listen to do i have choices can i listen to it now because as as you and i know right now they can get music anywhere so music is not the uh it's not the big thing it's the content of the people that can provide content kind of like a friend with you sort of the way radio kind of was at one point yes yeah, like yeah you're right it was it was that in small towns, which I think smaller towns, radio is a little bit more important than bigger towns now, because I think you still have that kind of friend element. Uh, you know, I think there's just too many uh, options now for kids. My two youngest uh, don't really even listen to the radio at all. Yeah. It's all TikTok and, and uh, you know, apps. So. Now, where do you see Internet radio going? I see it actually uh, kind of really kind of, the good thing about it is it's almost like, and it's good for, for individuals and talented folks who do radio. I see people every branching off and doing their own brands. And I think it's going to, I don't say it's going to kill the big brands right now or any time in the next 
10 or 15 years, but it's going to be almost like personal branding, like, you know, like a Howard Stern or somebody could probably do their own show on their own internet site and Mm -hmm. just, you know, really do well. But I I think, I think that's where it's headed. You know, I I don't think radio is going to go away like in the next 10 years or so, but it's going to be seriously threatened with other options, especially as some of the really key personalities do their own things and realize their brand is bigger than sometimes bigger than the radio station. So niche marketing is going to be a big part of these individual um, internet stations, um, podcasts, blogs, even. I think that's probably been that way for blogs. Yeah, well, you're right. And when people come and tell me uh, I want to do a podcast, I'm like, well, you got to do something you're, you're passionate about. You know, I think we even discussed this over the uh, uh, United over messenger. It's like, you got to actually be really passionate about talking about it and you got to have a passion for it. So I, in my example is if you, ha- if you like toy trains and you really want to talk about toy trains and you have, feel like you have multiple, a lot of material there, go for it because there's going to be an audience for it. You know, he's got this show, crispy coated robots. It's really funny. And now our audience is going, what is she talking about? So I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you introduce Crispy Coated Robots, your podcast and how it started and all that. It's kind of crazy how it started because I I did like, I, I, you know, a kid who grew up watching a lot of comedy and was a fan of comedy. And there was a movie called uh, Kentucky Fried Movie. It was like the first movie that uh, the guys who did Airplane did. So I, I was thinking I want something like that for a podcast, maybe like crispy coated podcast and i called my friend uh, george who was working with on some music uh, and he's a science fiction writer george uh, w pageant and he uh, we went you know we actually put our uh, tech stream on our website back and forth because it's so funny it's us brainstorming the whole thing mm-hmm. so um but uh, i was like i want to call a crispy coated podcast he's like that sounds like a cooking show and i was like you know what? <laughs> that does sound like a cooking show. <laughs> so um, he's like, you need some sort of just object, just random object. He says, just call it crispy coated uh, robots, something like that. I said, well, let's not. Let's, let's, then we brainstorm for another hour trying to think of another object. We're like, you know what? I kind of like that robot. So he said first. So we got on that. And then, like I said, he's a science fiction writer. So he provided the entire backstory as and the backstory is pretty, pretty simple. The, uh, the future is destroyed, and all Google and all information about what happened in the past has been destroyed. So we need to go. We are travelers from the future who have come back to gather top five lists to save the future, oh. uh, hopefully. So, you know, we have goofy stuff. It's very, like I said, it's got a goofy premise, and, and we kind of play off. We have to dig the information and put it in the ground like time capsules afterwards. But we have shows like The Worst Kids Movies, Best Beatles Albums, Best Gilligan's Island episode, which, which is like one of our top downloads. Which I, I bet. <laughs> Marianne or Ginger, that's probably. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we we usually have one semi series thing, and we we uh, group it with something really dumb, like you know our our, our James Bond episodes, top James Bond movies, and very best cheeses. So I mean, it's like you know, or you know, we have something that's kind of really like best desserts. Or, you know, best carnival attractions. We try to do something that's kind of really kind of out there along with something pop culture. But it's it's a lot of fun. And CrispyCodedRobots.com is the website. When you first started it, the first couple of episodes, it's like anything. The first few times you do it, it takes a while before it grabs on. What did you learn from the first couple of episodes that you went, oh, we need to take that out. Oh, we need to put that in. It's funny because we wanted to do an intermission in the middle with something kind of goofy like you know, a washing, here's the sound of a washing machine. 
uh, like like 20 to 30 minutes in and then do the rest of the show. It's kind of funny. The first two episodes fell into this format where, you know, we were hitting the intermission at the same time and then we were getting done at the same time. So it's it's funny from day one, the episodes really kind of fit the format. And if you listen to the first show as compared to the show we did recently, the, you can't tell what's the first show. And that's what I really like oh, sometimes with with first shows, you can really tell it's the first show, especially even like on a TV, on a pilot, you see the, the pilot and you're like, oh, it's a lot different from what, season three. But I think we kind of jumped in and we were like, we were kind of amazed that everything kind of fell into place, which, you know, I, I would say that we were very lucky that doesn't happen all the time. How long has it been up? How long have you been in the creative part? We of actually this? had our first episode on March 10th. And the one thing I can, another advice I can give you if you have a podcast is to be consistent with the days that you release episodes so yes. your audience is engaged. Uh, so we release something every Tuesday. So it's, it's, uh, so we've been releasing episodes and it's kind of funny that episodes are out of order. Uh, you know, we didn't put them like episode one, two, three. We have kind of as, as they're, uh, <laughs> we've, and, and this has kind of hurt us because George is like, well, did we do an episode this month? We wanted to do that where people wouldn't go back and listen to the first one and be like, you know, try to figure it out. So it's kind of almost like a puzzle. But yeah, so it, it's, uh, it comes out every Tuesday. It's been, it's been really good for us because people know that, you know, the people who have subscribed on uh, Spotify, they know it's, uh, it's coming and they look forward to it. So you're very disciplined. So do you get together with George on like Monday night and just... Do it real quick, or do you take the whole week? What's your creative well, process? Well, yeah, we kind of do. Is we uh, we decide the topics, and we'll both get together and and you know do our list, and we'll come together and do the topics, and we'll uh, we'll record two or three shows in a day. So we like to be ahead. So we're like you know we're not scrambling for a show. We like to have we have like um, a couple in the can already, and some of the hosting sites let you pre-post your shows so mm-hmm. just automatically post which has been very helpful and, and as you know and the listeners of houston radio platinum we started reviewing albums which uh, I heard we it. do sundays yeah sundays at noon we just pick an album and our criteria there is it has to have at least three hits or four hits or be really kind of you know an album that everybody loves so we don't bore anybody with a bunch of album cuts <laughs> right right so. so do both of you agree on an album together or is there always one that takes like born in the usa and goes oh, I could be that, or any album i mean you know but. Yeah, and we'll suggest albums because i'll be like oh this has three or four hits on it like i you know uh we've done uh and it's kind of you want to stay in that uh classic uh you know classic hits format so like they gotta have hits in the in the same era so we we've, we've done like the beatles revolver and Billy Joel's The Stranger and Sports by Huey Lewis and Super Tramp Breakfast in America and we went in the new the, probably the, the the new wave we did Rio by Duran Duran so it's kind of like they have to have hits and we'll, we will we will discuss and I'll I'll come back and say well we can't do that because there's an album I wanted to do and had profanity in it and I'm like we can't do it and I don't want to like not play the song because that's the whole album right right so when you worked as a producer for Mad Hatter did a lot of the things you learned in terrestrial radio and as a producer help you with crispy coated robots the podcast yeah it, it kind of helps you know and then you know i did a couple other morning shows before then just the whole evolution of just doing something every day and coming up with bits every day it makes you relatively 
uh, have your own kind of shorthand. And you, you know this, too, working in radio. You know that you can work quickly mm-hmm. uh, at certain things, you know, come up with a bit that's based upon a, something that happened overnight in the news. That, that really kind of helped me to uh, put these shows together quickly or even in my head as we're taping, oh, i got to edit this or do that there. And you're thinking like a producer, thinking like an editor. So it's, it becomes a secondhand uh, type thing. And with the advent of podcasts, I've noticed there's a, there is a lot of opportunities for people who can edit audio because a lot of people are doing the audio things these days, corporations and, uh, you know, uh, bitcoins and stuff like that they're trying to throw out these everyday type changing podcasts so it is a skill that i think can it will will definitely help me instead of hurt me (laughs) how do you turn it all off because i know if you're a producer i would think in radio tv what do you do write everything down or do you tell siri hey Uh, siri remember this bit because i need it for next thursday (laughs) i do the old-fashioned to-do list or uh, like idea you know i'm a pen and paper type guy Mm -hmm. and and uh I, I do that that whole thing, and, and uh, I've, I've written some uh, movie scripts, and I, I got into that at the beginning of radio because one of my, my bosses said, hey, you got to have a, a fallback or whatever, do something creative <laughs> you like, and I always loved movies, so, you know, had one option and went to Hollywood a few times and had a TV show, so just saying that, I would always carry like a pen and paper just to kind of write ideas or even think about a script that I even have to kind of rewrite. So I think the creative, when you're uh, uh, creative, and I don't want to sound like them, a bougie or anything, but, but no, when you're a creative person, and, and you probably know this too, because you're a creative person, you have multiple ideas that will fly in and you're like trying to control them to make sure that you don't just write them all down and never do any of them. You know, I really kind of have this, uh, good idea about this and, and you know uh, as you know being creative sometimes the good ideas in your head don't come out <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. they, you know yeah okay maybe why did i think about that but so that's the part about it too you gotta you gotta filter what's the best for your project or what's the best for you so when you were a kid were you glued to the cartoons and did you like lost in space and wild wild west and we're dating ourselves but you know hey you know <laughs> i mean what what did you like were you really a tv person or tv kid i was yeah and i i still am which which could be my downfall the uh coming home from school and and you know it's funny that i mentioned the gilligan's island i did love to watch that show and i still consider it I'll, my kids will ask me i said it's a great show and TV history, but stuff like that, they put a little sense of imagination. I mean, obviously it was not, they were not on an island, but you know, that whole kind of they were? the goofiness of it. <laughs> we, we also got the Three Stooges. We also got, uh, we got the first days of SNL and, and my favorite was SCTV. So oh, I kind of yeah. got this kind of sense of doing parodies of things, which led me to do a lot of parodies on the radio, fake commercials, oh, prank yeah. calls and stuff like that, which... You know, at the time, as you'll see now with like Progressive or Geico, they'll have a commercial that'll be like popular all of a sudden. I would take that and kind of either make it a commercial for the for the radio show or do something funny with it. You know, and the politics thing too. Uh, this is probably my first election where I didn't do like a fake interview with the candidates, which I'll probably do on Houston Radio Platinum. I would take some audio from the previous interviews and do just a goofy interview, uh, which you probably can hear on the Best of the Jimbo show. I have my Trump and Hillary one kind of, you know, rotating okay. in that right. in that thing there. But yeah, so um, it, uh, you know, the, the creative thing is, is a blessing and a curse because you want to get everything in, but you just don't have enough time. <laughs> what do you think is a really good show right now, speaking of television and and, um, you know, some there's some really good stuff on 
you know, cable. Yeah. Netflix. What do you think is yeah, really it's, good? It's, it's kind of funny because when you're uh, when you grew up and we did when the, all the shows were like clean, clean, you know, uh, everything. Now TV at the landscape is all these shows that are streaming. You know, have is almost like movies with the content they have with the cussing and and the crazy stuff. But um, you know, I I enjoyed uh, um, this show on uh, Amazon Prime. I like called The Boys, which Seth Rogen produced. Oh, uh, yeah. It's based on the comic book. Yeah, it's very violent and very very out there, but it's it's good. That's probably the most recent one that my wife and I have been watching. We watched the Cobra Kai, uh, which was the uh, the Karate Kid spinoff. Right. Which you know everybody's like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. And everybody watches like, oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's always like that, <laughs> so, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big uh, fan, and I, I I probably could have been one of these guys that reviewed tv shows or whatever if i had more time and I, that was my degree in journalism so i thought you know i could work at a radio station work at a newspaper i could write movie scripts you know you think about all this stuff i can play in a band at night you, you want to do everything possible but there's only so much time and having a family was also sure. another issue <laughs> what's your favorite thing i i really enjoy playing the guitar and, and songwriting it's very fun it's like anything to be to get your songs out there it, it's another whole other level of like writing scripts is like so much red tape to actually get your songs heard to the right people. But, you know, playing, writing songs and playing, uh, and recording and releasing them on Spotify is definitely a, uh, a fun thing for me. Uh, and I, you know, will pick up my guitar and my harmonica and stuff like that. I just, it's, it's relaxing to me and I've, I've gotten a lot better at it too <laughs> than when I was in high school. So it's, it's, it's more fun to play when you actually kind of know a little bit how to play. <laughs> So did you take music lessons as a kid? I took music lessons as a kid, but I you know, quit really quickly and then kind of self-taught myself, And which I tell everybody who wants to play, learn how to play guitar, I said, hey, learn to play a song you really want to play, because as you know, back in the growing up, they would give you a Mel Bay guitar book and they would have like Red yeah. River Valley in there or When the Saints Go Marching in, yeah, you know, yeah. some songs that you, you, you kind of didn't really want to play. But I, I tell the kids now, I said, hey, you want to play an instrument? Grab a song you really want to play. Now the internet's got all these tutorials on how to play, which is amazing. But with, with Spotify, you can release music, and with CD Baby, you can release music so easily now. Before when we re released the CD in '95, we had to get the physical. We had to, you know, get uh, the artwork and print out everything, right. and it was very expensive. Now it's just a basically a distribution fee, and your album goes everywhere. Now, how did the Spotify gig come about? Did you put an album together or did you just do a song or how did that happen? Oh, yeah. Well, you can. The good thing is you can release. I released a, a song earlier this year that I just did here in my studio at home, which was, uh, you know, just a harmonic instrumental. I said, that sounds pretty good. I'll just release it. And then uh, through a company named CD Baby, you can just upload your song and write a description, do a little al album cover. And basically, you are good to go and you are released on, on pretty much every avenue and you including international you see your german titles underneath yourself uh, what's the <laughs> so name of the song quite it's quite amazing yeah it's quite amazing now so and what's the name of the song it's called J jatero road which i wrote about a, a a defunct road here in in humble uh which uh you know it's i was doing a little series of, of these kind of Humble, uh, uh, Texas is where I live, and they, the history of it is, is quite unique with some crazy little things going on. So I, I wrote a handful of songs uh, that were harmonic instrumentals based upon growing up in Humble. 
So hopefully I'll release the other one coming very soon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, which do you like better in this in the studio, writing the songs, writing the lyrics or going out in front of 10 people or 50 people and performing or both the same? Which do you like? It doesn't matter if it's uh, 10 people or 50 people. I, I like, do like performing, but I do like the, the the fun of actually releasing the thought of releasing a song into the world. Uh, ah. That whole thing, you know, that possibly somebody will listen to it. And then with, you know, with analytics these days on these sites, you can see what countries maybe have listened to it. You know, it might be one person, but still to have the thought of have a, your song out there for a chance to possibly make somebody happy great uh, great thought so are you still gigging are you still like you wrap up a, a show on houston radio platinum and then you're putting together an episode on crispy coated robots and then you're going and doing a performance oh my gosh i can't even keep up with you yeah <laughs> yeah we uh we perform around uh my brother george and i also play i also play music with uh my crispy coated robots partner in a, in a group called blue raven which is more kind of blues and electric but <laughs> mainly i play a acoustic around with with surreal and my, and my brother and we play on friday and saturday nights around houston so uh we have a good time with that i love it anything what's coming up with crispy coated robots now well we uh we just released a show on best villain and best cookie or cracker so it's going to be a big debate on that one and uh our next album uh is coming up is going to be rumors by fleetwood back which is you know as we know has tons of, oh, of hits on it oh so tons we, and we're, you know, we're doing uh, a bunch of albums coming up and we're, um, you know, looking on, on branching out and doing some other things. And, you know, on our site, there is, uh, Donna, there's a lot of merch on our site. There's T-shirts and stuff like that. So if you're interested, <laughs> crispycoderobots.com. I love that plug. And also HoustonRadioPlatinum.com. That's the, the station we're at yep. that we want to plug them That's too. Cause I you're exactly them. right. So. Yeah, and 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 uh, congratulations on on the the night show, and I've always loved the love song show, so it's uh, it's good to have you aboard. Thank you. So Jim Beasy, thank you, Jimbo, thank you. I'm yes, going to use both you. names. Yeah, and they can get, go to crispycoatedrobots.com, and then also uh, on all my social media, I'm at Jim Beasy, Facebook at Jim Beasy, J I M B E A Z Y. Same thing for Twitter, thing for uh, Instagram too, J I M B E A Z Y. Jim, I've loved, I've learned so much today. I've learned so much. Oh, good. I, oh, I good. need Thank to kind of find a way to get up early in the morning and join you for coffee on Houston Radio Platinum in the morning so I can, you know. There's an open invitation. You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts or your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in.